Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing. I'm Tony Haggerty, a Haggerty 10 Twitter handle. You know that by now. And I'm joined today once again by Sean Martin T at Sean Martin TCW and Aidan McDonald at Aidan C. McDonald. Morning, gentlemen. Is it a fabulous Friday where you are? Certainly is, apart from weather wise, Tony. Okay, Aidan. Uh, aye, it's all right, to be honest. <laughs> no great. Don't sound convincing there, don't Well, before we get talking about the glorious Glasgow Celtic, I'll just direct you to the ticker tape running along the bottom, as we always do. Subscribe to the Celtic Way website. The deal this month is £2 for two months for everything that's written on the website. Access to that unlimited access and help us continue to produce Top quality Celtic content covering a club like no other. Indeed, you join us by the click of a button. You know what I'm going to say? www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And we also say thank you to Seneca. And the Celtic Way Morning Briefing is now sponsored by Seneca Medical Group. And Seneca are the number one hair transplant company in Europe. And they offer innovative hair restoration treatments. And you can find out more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. We say thank you to them and we say welcome to everybody. The commenters, etc. etc. Good day, everyone. Yes, indeed, Steve. Friday, yeah. Morning, everyone. Morning, Helen. Morning, Kaiser. There we go. Evening all from Roasting Hot Sydney. Don't say things like that. That annoys us, doesn't it? But yes. Celtic move on to Perth on Sunday, Sean. Another day where we'll be playing 24 hours after events elsewhere. But we won't bother getting into all of that. You confident that Celtic can go to Perth and keep up their good run, Sean? I don't see why not. I, I mean, the, the, the form that Celtic are in at the moment, there's very little can stop them except themselves having an off day, I think. Um yeah. That's the kind of way I look at it domestically. Most games, but certainly when you're on a run like this where you're scoring goals and you're not conceding them at the other end, as Aidan will come to, because he wrote a, a newsletter yes. on that very thing last night. Um, must be wanting brownie points for me, I think, yeah. But um, I think you're saying they're on a good run. They are on a good run um, against St Johnston. Uh, when you think of head-to-head, -head, I've obviously got it in front of me. The last time St Johnston even beat Celtic was May 2016. Which is it's far enough ago, but I mean, that, since then, that's 25 unbeaten, 22 wins and three draws for Celtic. If you just take it to McDermott Park, Tony, it's a 12-game win streak with 34 goals in that 12 games. So, what was, doesn't bode well? Was that the day Lee Griffiths scored his 40th of the season? It very well might have been. It was the end yeah. of May, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, start yeah. of May, sorry, start of May. Yeah, yeah so you was hoping Kyogo can produce something similar. Don't want a similar result, obviously, but by the end of the season, hopefully Kyogo hits those kind of numbers. Aidan, you did do uh, a newsletter yesterday on clean sheets and stuff. I'll just flick this up by now. Ryan Anthony saying, hey, I get a 10, you know the drill by now. You know the drill by now, so it's, it's everybody knows. But yes, Aidan, that was quite made for interesting reading, but did you enjoy doing that wee bit of research and as you say earning brownie points for the boss he likes his stats and all that you know what I mean Sean likes a bit of that doesn't he yeah no it, it was interesting doing it and 
when I was sort of going back through it, it, it turns out that this sort of recent run has been one of Celtic's best sort of defensive uh, run of games for a wee while, really, which was surprising to an extent, because obviously, apart from that sort of one season, 2020, 2021, there's been a lot of domestic success in recent years, but even this, there's also been a lot of scoring goals, and we just not as many clean sheets. So, yeah, it does show you that as much as a lot's made about, you know, Andrew's teams and attacking and that right now is one of the sort of best defensive runs that Celtic's been on for a while. Aidan, you should know by now, not to mention the season that shall not be named. <laughs> it, was in, it was just to provide some context. <laughs> I usually try not to. <laughs> a bit of basil faulty there. I think I mentioned it once and got away with it. One of those ones, yes, indeed. Uh, Sean, it does make for interesting reading, doesn't it? Because uh, when I read it, it is a surprise to me as well, because as Aidan points out, there's been quite a bit of domestic dominance here. Aye, I mean, I, I must admit, when he, when he wrote that, cause we were talking about the different stats behind it and stuff, and I thought, Nah, they must have kept us. They must have kept six, six clean sheets in between then and now. But I mean, even when I was going through it, it's it's remarkable that there's always something interrupts the wee run. So I think maybe it's timely that Aidan's wrote Aidan's wrote that just to kind of appreciate that it doesn't happen all the time. It might be you might think it's obvious. Or Celtic have got the best team in the country, best defence, best attack, so they must keep clean sheets all the time. But we've seen this season; it's not as easy as that. So. Yeah. To turn that round and go on this run, that if they get this, if they get a clean sheet on Sunday, would equal the seven in a row that Brendan Rodgers' team from from the season Aiden mentioned there, 2018 uh, did a treble treble team. I know Brendan Rodgers wasn't there by the time they won the treble treble, but uh, that that season, do you know what I mean? The, the history making season. Uh, I think I maybe take a wee minute to appreciate that that despite clean sheets not being the sexiest thing in football. Um, it's still a it's still a very very impressive run. Yeah, you're you're big on your clean sheets. You mention it a lot, Sean, don't you? So yeah, Derek Crawford coming in morning. Derek, I think it'll be our seventh clean sheet in all competitions at the weekend. Oh, there you go. Indeed, that was. Uh, I mean, it's as you say, it's it's, it's a decent run. Uh, Aiden <laughs> read that this morning, four twenty somewhere. Well written, back. I knew that would take off Tony when you christened me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but uh, you know you can't have you can't be you can't win the World Cup predictions and then other predictions and stuff and you know a wee bit oh, of give and take, you know, yes indeed. Aiden, on on your clean sheet topic, Andrew Gillier comes in and wonder where you stand on us. He says Celtic put so much pressure on the opposition high up the field that they rarely get into the Celtic half, which makes it easy for the defenders. Do you agree with that? Because I, I don't. I, I don't in a way, anyway. Eh. I think to, you can maybe see it in some games, but I wouldn't say it's a sort of regular occurrence, really, based off what I've kind of been watching this season anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I suppose everybody kind of can come to different conclusions and that sort of thing. But I, I wouldn't say it's a regular uh, sort of thing I've noticed in games anyway, Sean, to be honest. I think, Tony, for me, I can see where Andrew's coming from, and, and it does mm-hmm. make sense that if you've got the ball in opposition half, it's, it's less likely that they'll score. But if it was making it easy, then they would have kept this run of clean sheets going from the start of the season. It wouldn't be just midway through the season that it's happening. Um, I also think that given most, as we've seen yesterday with the past network, most are in, most, most players are in the opposition half. So what does that tell you? If, if an opposition does counter-attack, the centre-backs that are sitting there are exposed. Um, yeah. So I don't necessarily agree that it makes it easy for them um, or it would, it would happen more often. So I do think it is impressive. And I know as Poster Coggle will say, oh, well, don't really think about clean sheets all that much, but Aidan used a nice quote from him in that in that piece that we're mentioning. 
um, where he directly referenced it's not so much the clean sheet aspect of it, it's more that if you're defending properly as a team from the front, then overall the clean sheets will come. Yes. So obviously it's not necessarily the priority, which I agree with. I know for Celtic it's, it's more about scoring, but I still like to see that zero in the opposition call. I mean, you just highlighted it for the fact that they went through a spate of losing goals. They were still winning games, but they were still losing goals. Yeah. Which, as you mentioned, one day it might prove costly, and it proved costly at, at, in Paisley. Clean sheets equals good and happy sleep tied on Gale. There you go. <laughs> Can't disagree with that. But in terms of Perth this Sunday, Aidan, I want it to be a bit more comfortable than the last time they went to Perth. And we're cruising at 1 0, conceded a kind of an injury time goal, and then went up the park and scored an injury and added on time goal eh, to win 2 1. I would like it to be a wee bit more comfortable than that. Yeah, I would completely agree with that, Tony. That was a bit of a stressful watch, wasn't it? I would very much rather that it was a lot more comfortable than that. And I think if it was similar to that game, then it, you know, it'd be, it'd be an interesting brief on Sunday on Monday. Sorry, that, that's that's always a, a journalist nightmare. Sean rewrites a go go. It's never never a good thing when that happens, but certainly Celtic got the result in the end. The goal from George's Jack and Marcus, or is he going to become the striker who should not be named Sean when we, we talk about him or when he finally exits the club? But uh, what was noticeable that day was the whole we never stop when there was a kind of lull in the play, but Burnaby kept going, didn't he? Yes, I Burnaby, um, Yakimakis. Everybody yeah. stopped. Everybody yeah. stopped, and, and I'm including some Celtic players in that. Aaron Moy stopped. I remember he was in the yes. shop. Uh, a couple of the, the other players stopped. Alexandro Burnaby didn't. Yakimakis didn't. St Johnston players did. And they. It was Dre, Dre Wright, wasn't it? I think so. I, I can't. Yeah, but I can't. But the moment, of the as I say, Burnaby and. Jack and Marcus were both switched on. Yeah, thank the Lord for Bernard being Big Gigi that day, yes, exactly, which which is kind of the motto of the team, isn't it? And it served them well that day, certainly. Yeah, I, um, I think, sorry, I'm just getting distracted by the, 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 the kind of chat about clean sheets and chances and all that kind of <laughs> stuff in the comments, but we'll come back to that. I, um, no, I agree with you. And actually, when, when you look at it up at McDermott Park, Celtic haven't kept a clean sheet there since 2020. All right, it's only three games or something, but still, they've still, still not kept a clean sheet there since 2020. So take from that what you will, given that that tends to be what happens at McDermott Park recently, but there's obviously six clean sheets in a row getting into this one. You'll see where I stand on it come the score predictions, put it that way. But... <laughs> yes, that'll be fun. And also, we'll have to put in our... 11s, Aiden, or XIs, as Aiden calls them, or XIs. Are you going to produce some shockers in your XIs, Aiden, or are you fairly straightforward? Who's going to play on Sunday for you? Uh, don't want to give too much away, obviously. Before that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a couple of your XIs and a couple of your XNOS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it'll be maybe a slight, a slight tweet from the other night. But not, not too much, I don't think. <laughs> Sean, anybody a definite starter for you? To be honest, I've been, as I always do, I've been I've been thinking myself into a transfer this one. Derek Crawford's <laughs> kind of touching on it here. He says, same back five for tomorrow then, Sean. 
Now, right, I'm thinking, wild as it might be, right, could this be a rare day where he makes no changes? That is wild. I'm looking at it to your faces thinking, nah, nah, it's not going to happen. Because I'm thinking Hart will be in goal, right? If Ralston's fit, maybe he comes in for Alistair Johnston because he's had a run of starts. But beyond that, I'm thinking Carter, Vickers, Taylor, they'll start. I predicted Kobayashi, as you did, Tony, the other night. Starfield come in. As Aidan's pointed out, he's the only guy, to have, only sent, only defender to have played in, in each of the six clean sheet games. Joe Hart obviously has played in it all as well. Um, so I'm thinking he plays as well. McGregor won't be dropped. Kyogo won't be won't be rested. I mean, the only debate, I suppose, O'Reilly versus Moy, but O'Reilly get his 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 all back in during the week and played well. Maybe who starts on the wing? Uh, Maida. I mean, I don't think you drop him after that. Jota, I think. Or you gave him a seven. I, I still think he maybe played well enough, but could it be a bad hand for him? I don't know. I look at it and I think, what if this is the one where he sticks with the same team? Yeah, Gary McDowell's gone early. Let's have a look at Gary's team. Uh, Johnston, Gar- Taylor, Carl, Mack. That's one change, is it? Haksabanovich yeah, for uh, Jota. Haksabanovich for Jota. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a big call. I think Jota's playing some stuff at the minute, to be fair. Andrew Galea will O'Reilly start again. Big $64,000 question that Aiden's not going to give the XI and the XI. <laughs> you know what I mean? That right, Aiden? So you're. you're Got your poker face on the day, my good friend. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting when I had, it's funny, Sean, I, I was thinking about it and then I've just thought about it more since you said that mm. and unchanged team because it ain't really broke, is it? And that team won the game in 45 minutes in midweek. Mm-hmm. So you so might convince you. Have I convinced you or am I just making you think, oh, maybe? Uh, you, you've just uh, muddied the waters, to be fair, let's put it that way. So I'm, uh, I'm a bit like Aiden now, oh, maybe he's aye, maybe not. Oh, 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 of course, as, as always, it always depends on what Ange Postacoglu says that he's pressed yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. one of them's injured, then obviously. Um, and maybe if Ralston's fit, then is there a chance he maybe comes in? Because Johnston's had a lot of starts lately. But I'm, generally, I'm genuinely sitting looking at it thinking he might just not change it for this one, uh, as unlikely as that would be. And I'm thinking, and I kind of had a wee look, and I don't know if it is accurate, so there might have been a time after this, but the last time that I can think of that it didn't change the team between games was the Motherwell 2-1, Leipzig 3-1 loss games back in October. Um, so, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's, it's time. Maybe it's time well, to just keep it. We're all going all Charlie Nicholas here, Aidan. We're all sitting here thinking. <laughs> you can hear the brains rattling. The Brains Trust rattling about. Uh, sorry for the background noise if you do hear the brain rattling, but there you go. Aidan, you're an Aaron Moy man, aren't you? Um, um, uh, big fan of Aaron Moy. I was maybe not surprised, but was was also, was also a wee bit disappointed, I should say, when he didn't start the other night. But obviously O'Reilly came in and did really well. Once again, probably just shows the strength for the squad, but I'll say one thing. I, I would. I think I'll probably have Moy in my predicted at eleven. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, just more. Ten more. Yeah, but I think I will have Aaron Moy. Uh, but I can. I think he's probably more of a. In my mind, anyway, it's maybe more of a question about Hitati or O'Reilly really for the other sort of. Say, obviously, Hitati's played a lot of football recently. Does Andrew maybe view this as a? 
game to give him a break, or does he think, given how tight the game ended up being the last time, even up there, even though Celtic did dominate for large portions, mm-hmm. does he want somebody like Katati who can sort of, you know, open up defences with a pass, such as the what the assist they played for Kyoto recently against St. Martin, it just kind of came out of nowhere. He maybe wants somebody like that for that game eh, on Sunday, but. I think it's probably more of a discussion in my mind between them two, and then I would think Aaron Moy will probably been beside them. Tony, it would be Hatati's 18th successive Premiership mm. start. Is that around about time to, to rotate him? I, I don't think he will. I mean, I just don't think he will. He's playing well, so... I don't think he will either. Ralph Thompson says O'Reilly wasn't great in midweek at the moment. Moy is better. I don't think you can dispute at the moment on forum why he's been playing particularly well, but I actually thought O'Reilly was very good in midweek. I thought O'Reilly he's, played well as well. He said Andrew Galea saying he thinks O'Reilly needs another run out. Mark E saying he's seen it, he has seen a lot of fans slating O'Reilly, but he's no idea why he was involved in two goals and played well as usual. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's I, what I watched, Mark. Yeah, and David Ferguson, he didn't just a reminder to me and you who Aaron, Aaron Moy, Aaron, Aaron Moy, love to get that right. David Ferguson doing his daddy cool there. Um, FS coming in saying, I thought we were all signed up to rotation as a norm. We are fully. This is why we do predictive lineups every week, partly to try and try and see who can, can guess, uh, set and guess the manager. But this is my attempt to set and guess him as well, kind of. Sean's, Sean's going yellow jersey, Eden. They've all earned it. They're all starting again. But it looks a bit same team, Will McMillan. See, I, I think... The more people are saying it, Tony, the more yeah, you're yeah. coming convinced. I can <laughs> see it in your eyes. No, listen to that. Join me over here. Join me. <laughs> Come to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> the same 11. Same 11, Aiden. Same XI. He's not one for doing it. He always likes a wee tweak, doesn't he? Guys, you have to sing the Aaron, Aaron Moy tune every time you mention him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant song, to be fair. But yeah, and I would. I, I, I spoke about the interview the other day that he gave when he said his kids were singing it and his wife was singing it in the house. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, it, just shows you, doesn't it, how quickly that you know players can come in and settle and make you feel part of the club and the extended Celtic family. So I, I like that about Aaron Moy because he's not, as I said before, he's not the most demonstrative when he talks mm-hmm. and he's not, uh, uh, Jerry McCulloch was saying the other night, he's not comfortable doing it, which is fair enough. Some players are, some players aren't, but he uh, he actually opened up and started smiling when he was saying that everybody was singing it, or the players sing it to him and his family sing it, so it was, it's it was good to see that side of him. <laughs> Gary McDowell, I think Haksabanovic needs some playing time, and that's why I would put him in from the start. I don't think anybody's disputing that, Gary. Uh, yourself, Sean, you Bigging up Haksabanovic and I, I, I do. I, I, I want think, to see more of them, yeah. Yeah, I, I do want to see more of them, and I think when he does uh, get a kind of run in the team, I think he'll make it. He'll make it increasingly difficult to not have him in the starting eleven. But it's obviously the, the trick is to get in that uh, in that groove to begin with, because the, the strength and depth from the wingers that are there. You're seeing Jota's back in form. Maida is in form. Uh, you've got Abada coming in who does things when he is playing. Yeah. So and then even Forrest can can pop up with obviously a hat trick earlier in the season can pop up with key key involvement. So it's difficult to get your own in, in that sense. But I do think when he gets a run because it will happen eventually. Um, I think he'll make it hard for him not to be in the team because I think he's a, a he looks like a fantastic player. Yes, I, I concur with that. Yeah, Haksabanovic for you, Aidan. You want to see more of him? Yeah, I mean I'm I'm a really big fan of Haksabanovic and before the sort of the World Cup break. 
it was a couple of games he was very much the main man, obviously getting the sort of winning against Ross County, etc. at home. And he looked like he was just kind of going to kick on for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he would be a bit unlucky to get injured. He's kind of been in and out since then. I think he got the knock. He missed the... Because he got player of the month, I think. And then yep. missed the Aberdeen game. And then he was back and then he got another knock. So he's obviously been a wee bit stop-start. But he's another one. Like a lot of players, that I wouldn't have any objection to them starting. Even if they weren't really involved in the last match. Which, once again, probably just points to the strength of squad and how much trust you've kind of got in the manager on the players at this point. Jury's out for me and Haxas is blind as a bat and Derek obviously the agree 100% Sean was that with the fact that an unchanged team Sean? Yeah, um, Curtis comes in saying he's for Haxabanovich getting a start if not then put O in on the right I don't see that happening Tony, I don't think he's been signed to play any no. part of the wide really no. um, I think he's a centre he's, he's a striker, I think, what was it? I, think I, I looked up when we were talking about him away at the start um, I think it was like the equivalent of two games he's played as a, a winger, a yeah. right winger. He's not here as a winger. I don't expect him to be. Um, I think there would need to be injuries for that to happen. And even then, I'd be looking at maybe Rocco Vata coming up from the B team before I'd be looking at O stepping out wide. But um, you never know, I suppose. But I do think it's going to be, what was that, 15 minutes, 20 minutes he got in his yeah. two games. I think he's building him up to get the Jackamacus 30 and get Kyogo yeah. off at 60-65. And, um, and then if he challenges... After that, then, then fair. Said the other night, I thought he might have given them half an hour, and I thought yeah. he might have given them half an hour after the fact that they were 3 0 up at half time. So I was surprised that he can only got 15. But he's a good old fashioned centre for it for me, Aidan. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, no, I've, I've been impressed in the sort of wee short spells I've seen of all. I obviously did a sort of first look at him when he came on against Dundee United. That was a very, a very small sample size, to yeah. be fair. But and I thought the other night, I think I'd mentioned it on the pod, that he looked very sort of eh, calm. He's got the sort of physical eh, aspect that Jackie Marcus has got, but he's also got a ton of pace as well, which I think will be very effective in an Ange team, hopefully getting the ball fed into him by Kyogo, O'Reilly slash Moy, Jota, etc. So he's looked positive. It just eh, hopefully maybe over these next couple of games, if we can get that first goal, I think it's maybe just not something you want dragging on. I know he's not played a lot of football so far, but I think just getting that out of the way, then that maybe just allows him to kick on between now and then the season. Sean Matsu's getting his, his prediction in early. 63rd minute is when he thinks goal's <laughs> going to come on for Kyogo. Um I'm going to put this one up, Jason Lee saying, Would you rest Cal uh, Cal McGregor on Sunday and play Tomoka Iwata? To which I will I'll ask your opinion on it, but to which um Pete McGee has answered for me, because this is what this is where I would think on it. He says not in an away game, he'd rather do it at Parkhead. That's the way I would think on it as well. And we pick Big G on that, to be fair. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't think it's a game to risk a water. I always say you have to be clinical and professional and uh-huh. get the job done first, that kind of stuff. And I just don't think you, you tinker with, you know, tried and tested away from home. Because that's when it can come back to bite you. Go back to St. Martin, you know. So, yep. there you go. Now... That was the sure. last time Hatate didn't start the league game, by the way, just to, yeah. just to put that out there. But... Uh, <laughs> Hazel Fink coming in saying she's got a sneaky feeling Forrest will start. Do you see that at all? No. I mean, it is an option. It's <laughs> always an option. The only reason I would say is the fact that... It was just a deadpan, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain that a minute, Hazel. On you go, Hazel. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, just to say, he did obviously come out of nowhere and play at Ibrox. So, really, after that, which is probably the game that I least expected them to start, uh, I know obviously Hatsabana, which wasn't available, who'd been 
doing really well, etc. in that match. But after that, I think it's fair game that Eight Forest could potentially be into just uh, it would be a wee bit of a surprise, but just after that match, that's kind of swayed me. There's been a few games recently when I've considered maybe just putting Forest in, but it was St. Reds. I didn't mean to be so dismissive there, or deadpan, <laughs> but I just think that Jota, Maida, Abada, Haksabanovic right now are probably ahead of Forest for a start, and you can pair many two from those four. And I'm sure he'll be on the bench and might play some part, but I, I, I would I would be inclined to play uh, two from those four mm-hmm. before Forest. That's just my own, my own thoughts on it. Having said this, and Costa Caldwell make a complete mug of me and put him in on Sunday, Hazel. You can come back on here on Monday and say, told you. Well, he's been on the bench twice in a row there without getting on. Um, mm. Half an hour against Morton, I think. Started the Rangers game, Aidan's right, that was the last time he started, but before that, he started the St Johnston game and get an assist. I don't know, as to put it bluntly, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so, but you never know, because he will get minutes. Ange Postacoglu said that, he will get minutes, but I just don't I don't necessarily know if it'll be, it'll be McDermott Park. Now, Sean, Aidan likes an XI and a sample size, so speaking of sample sizes, what's uh, St Johnston's current form? Because I know you like to dig into... Yep. Opposition's forum ahead of a game against Celtic. Well, they're creeping towards that top six, Tony. Because remember last season they had a really quite a poor season after winning yes. a double. Um, so creeping towards the top six. They went from six league games unbeaten slightly just before the World Cup break and then the first game after the World Cup break. They've went from that to losing six league games on a spin before they beat Motherwell 2 1 on Wednesday. So um two one on Wednesday? Was it two one? Was it? 2-0 so in that respect they've well one they've kept a clean sheet <laughs> since I'll go back but I uh, they beat them 2-0 on Wednesday kept a clean sheet in that match but before that they hadn't kept one since October 29th which is also the last time they kept one at home so again I'll go back to it if you're not keeping clean sheets are you going to keep one against Celtic doubtful uh, they usually play three or five at the back. They're usually that kind of team. They've been that kind of team under Callum Davidson pretty much from the get-go. But they've played four a couple of times recently. That said, they reverted back to the three-five um, against Motherwell. So I'd, I'd imagine it will be that. Um, and just as a as an aside, I suppose they will, of course, have Nicky Clark available after his uh, red card at Ibrox was rescinded on appeal. But don't get me started on the decisions in that match, lads, eh? It was a shocker, wasn't it, Aidan, that that was rescinded on appeal? Yeah, it was uh, kind of one of those ones that the fact that obviously it had to even really go in appeal in the first place and we went to have VAR, that's, I know it's probably yeah. not a discussion we want to get into because VAR would probably discuss enough when it's you know doing a reaction just after a game like the next day or whatever, but yeah, you would have thought that with VAR, uh, you know, multiple people being able to look at it from multiple angles, the referee being able to go to the monitor, that appeals would kind of become a thing of the past. Obviously, I understand you still need to have them there. So I know in England, etc., they, they will still have them in case something does happen. But yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that to be any appeals anytime soon, to be honest, after the technology was coming in. And here, Aidan, here's something that will never catch on. Tony, Tony Haggerty, Tony, Tony Haggerty. It just doesn't scan, does it? You, My name's you need to shout that to Hag, surely. Tony, <laughs> Tony Hag, Tony, Tony Hag. So, yes. Thanks, Paddy. That's quite complimentary, but I don't think that will ever catch on. 
Now, Sean, you said that you're not going to keep a clean sheet against Celtic. Or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of stats point to that. You have to say that's true because they are quite clinical and potent. And as I say, I go back to Wednesday night where it took a while, but once they got the breakthrough, and I think even before they got the breakthrough, you were thinking this is a matter of time before they break Livingston down. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I said yesterday, I texted my pal saying this is either going to be one of those games where you, you need to wait ages for the, the breakthrough and it's a 1-0, or it's going to be once that first one comes, it ends up a few, and it ended up a few. Um, I suspect it will be a few again in Perth. Uh, are we going for score predictions now? Is that what you're leading me into? Or? Uh, if you want to go uh, for score predictions, we'll go for score predictions. I don't know if Aidan's keeping his close to his chest like he's ex-high. <laughs> or, but, uh, we'll see. Um, we'll kill right, all right. Well, as I said earlier on, St Johnston have scored against Celtic the last three times at McDermott. So that meant Celtic haven't kept a clean sheet up there since 2020. But I do think it's going to be the seventh clean sheet in a row for this team. Um, and on top of that, I'll go with a scoreline that served me well in midweek and I'll go 3-0. I'm going 4. I'm going 4 till it happens, Aidan. There you go. Don't back down, double down. 4-0. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll... Uh... Maybe go. I'll go two 0 I'll agree with would be two 0 yeah, yeah, definitely for another clean sheet. I've got to stick to my guns on that after uh, what I was writing yesterday, and uh, yeah, two 0 uh, Hopefully two 0 but a comfortable two 0 I should say, Tony. I don't want any sort of repeat of the the nerves last time out. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know, two 0 dominant. Don't always Johnson too many chances. That's sort of thing. K Matsu thinks it's either two 0 or seven one. No in between. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That would be some cooking to be fair. 4-0 Scotland, the Indeed, now Vincent O'Brien comes in here. So 8 0 double Vincent O'Brien comes in here and says, Any mention about the O song? Now, does O have a song? They were singing what, sorry? They were, they were singing O, but I don't know if it was necessarily right, okay. like an actual song with words or what. But So, I tell you what we'll do, we'll throw it over to the commenters to come up with some. I mean, we were talking the other day about when he scores his first goal, oh, what a night type thing, it lends mm-hmm. itself to that, and oh, it's magic, you know, stuff yep. like that. But I'm sure there'll be all sorts. Aidan, you got a song in mind for O? Hey, you mean we need to come back to me in that one? Is that something you'll need to research? Yeah, oh, it's yeah give me the weekend. Give me the weekend to come back on Monday. Yeah, I think that's where the one with people were. Wasn't it the go to one? Oh, oh, it's magic, you know, uh-huh. type thing. Yeah, Sean, you you're happy with that, or would you like to see? Well, Blind Asabat suggesting MVG style, which is Michael Van Gerwen style, so we'll be talking about the white stripes. That's what we'll be talking yes. about. Um, yeah, I, I see it. Yes, as you say, it's a headline writer's dream, so you can just pick any kind of song with own the title, can't you, really? And, and adapt it to suit, as they say, but. It would be good to see him get more minutes. Aidan says it would be good to see him score his first goal. Uh, but mm-hmm. I I agree with yourself, Sean. I, I think he's just a, a good old-fashioned centre-forward. And I want him to be a good old-fashioned centre-forward. And I think uh, he's big enough and he looks like he's he's got, I mean, as Aidan says, it's small sample size so far. But I think he's got the attributes to look like he will cause defenders trouble once he's gets his shooting boots on and he's really settled into the way of life. Things are bad. Right. Oh, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. Anything else 
You flicked up there, Sean. You're, you're smiling, laughing. No, I was smiling just because Scotland the Braves and Sean rocking up on a pod like Michael Stipe, some guy. <laughs> 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 For those who don't know who Michael Stipe is, he's the lead singer of who, Sean? The Right Stripes. No, REM, sorry. So what am I REM, yes. REM, sorry. I just got, sorry, I was reading the other comment about yeah. Masserian there, Seven Nation Army. I well, I don't know whether it's a compliment or not, Tori, what do you think? Well, I was just going to say, I'm glad you're not in the corner because I would be asking you if you're losing, <laughs> losing your religion. Come on. Yeah, just, just yeah, you've got to put the ball in the tee, I'm going to smack it down the fairway, right? right? You're, so there's one thing they say about us, Tony, it's that we're shiny happy people on here, aren't we? <laughs> Hey, you got any offer, Aiden? <laughs> no, so <laughs> you're going to say REMs before my time, aren't you? Make us all feel old. I'll just say no comments. What I'll say, <laughs> dear oh dear. I, I will need to get Clive Dunn's granddad as my walk on music now for the pod. You know what I mean? It's uh, I'm feeling older by the day, but yeah, most people in confident mood, Sean heading to Perth, Celtic will be able to, to win again. And uh, keep a, another clean sheet, and, and I think that's just uh, it's testament to the way they're playing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, you are all right when you're saying in the comments. Ange doesn't really care about the clean sheets. Fundamentally, none of us care about the clean sheet if you're winning the game, obviously. But I just think it speaks to a, a kind of a more rounded performance and a more rounded cohesion when it comes to the pressing and defending and everything else about this aggressive style that he talks about. If you are keeping clean sheets as well and scoring two or three. Yeah, Aidan, you agree with that? Are you happy to go along with that? Yeah, completely. I mean, obviously across the season, it, it is all about and the fans do want to see, you know, the team scoring plenty of goals, dominant victories, etc. But the defence is really an important part of being a successful team as well, which is, I mentioned that in the article yesterday, that come the end of the season, if Celtic do lift silverware, that the defence will play just as much a part in that as the sort of, you know, Kyogo Jota, they make the players that get the assists and the goals. So, yeah, it is. Overall, it's a team effort, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. And and, and that's what I like about it, that it's a team effort and the, the manager can. I mean, the, the five substitutes rule has really helped Celtic in that sense because you can replace half a team, but the quality that Celtic have and the strength and depth, which Sean always banged on about, depth charts and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean... You, you can see it now. You can see you're reaping the benefits of that, aren't you, Sean, in every game? Aye. Um, the, 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 I mean, the fact that you can replace half your outfield team yeah. uh, over the course of a game, it will benefit a team that's got that strength and depth because you're replacing not, not like for like, but quality for quality. Um, the trick at that point, and this is kind of, I suppose, what everybody sees as well, it's not, not a massive point, but... The trick is to try and keep that intensity that, that, that's the trademark of your play before the changes come in because mm-hmm. these players are quality that are coming on and it's quality that's coming off. But within the course of a 90 minutes, you, for instance, you've got the beating of a man, you've, you're winning your individual battle, you're faster than somebody, that, that, whatever it may be, that, that leads to a kind of a, 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 a performance full of synergy, put it that way. It's not as easy just for someone to come on and just pick up that mantle the way that it was. And it all sometimes it's to do with the scoreline. If you're 3-0, 4 nil up, naturally it's going to be harder to keep that intensity going anyway than if you're chasing a goal to win the game or whatever. So that's the trick. But five subs makes a it makes a big difference for Celtic. It, it just when you look at the bench, you're looking at the bench as much as you're looking at the, the starting eleven when it's announced. 
to be honest. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and Aidan, that I think Sean pointed out the other night that the fact that Celtic didn't score the other night it wasn't a reflection on, I think you said about the chances created, John, and the shots at goal, wasn't it? I, I mean, it was pretty similar between the halves. I first half, second half, there was a marginal difference. Uh, the main difference, obviously, being they scored three in the first half and none in the yeah. second. But, but you know what I mean? The quality of chances they were creating. It wasn't a particularly high-quality chance creation game for Celtic. But in terms of the difference between the first half and the second half, they might have scored three in the first and none in the second. But in terms of the, chat, the quality of chances they created, there wasn't much difference. But that's a good thing, Aidan, isn't it? Yeah, it does show you that they're still dominating games, really, even when they aren't getting the goals. And, and in that second half, it didn't really matter too much because you'd, you'd obviously done this sort of business in the first half. More of a concern, you were also having a lot of ball, a lot of chances, and you were, you were drawing games no one or whatever, or losing them. But yeah, it, it just shows you that, really, when you're mentioning about the bench, seeing it, that's another thing that speaks to how good the recruitment's been under Ange since he came in, that very much waiting with the identified players that he needed and wanted and now we're seeing the benefit of obviously there is a sort of first strength eh, I was going to say exile <laughs> first strength starting 11 you know with Kyogo etc but even when eh, Yakimakis eh, I know we don't really know what's happening often but when he was also coming off the bench there was still quality there you know him coming on for a while Aaron Moy was also coming off the bench as well it was Turnbull there's, there's plenty of good players there that if they did start a game, you wouldn't be, you know, too worried. So, yeah, the squad's in probably one of the best places I can remember, really, at the moment. And Sean, I, I think that can be demoralising for any opposition. Where, you know, you take. Must be, I, I mean, <laughs> you, there's been a few, a few opposition players over the past, certainly this season, but maybe less so last season until January, and um, when when the reinforcement came in, there's been a few opposition players have said that where it's kind of. Yeah, you think just as you think you're getting to grips with, say, I was going to say Dizamida, but I don't think anybody gets to grips with him. Um, <laughs> say, just as you're getting to grips with Leo Labada, he comes off, Maida switches wings and Jota's over there, and you're going, you know what I mean? How you meant to, how you meant to combat you, you that? The rest, yeah, that kind of thing. But that's, as you say, testament to the recruitment as Aiden alluded to there. So, yes. Well, gentlemen, that's nearly 40 minutes and it's always result-dependent, isn't it, Aidan? But we have to wait until Sunday again for, Celtic, for St Johnson versus Celtic. I'll be in Perth for that one, so hopefully, as I say, we can be there a bit more easily this time, Aidan, than the last time. Don't want it to go all the way. Not not good for the old ticker when these things happen, you know, but... Fingers crossed, yeah. Fingers crossed. It's not quite dramatic as the last time, Tony. But confident in the uh, in the team, whatever he picks, if he goes for a status quo, Sean, mm-hmm. big, big decision, eh? Big decision. Wait, you see, I'll, I'll, he'll say something in this press conference and I'll totally, totally bottle it. <laughs> End up five changes. So you see when you would say something as a journalist in the press box, you know, maybe... Being flippant, or you'd say something because somebody said, Write it, write it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, you know it's because you think about it and then you talk yourself out it, you know, within five minutes. But <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, guys, I'll just direct your attention to the strap line running along the bottom again. And it's we've got a deal, we always have a deal. And you can subscribe to the Celtic Way website 
for only £2 for two months, and that gives you unlimited access to everything that's written on the website. Something there for everybody, as you all know by now, and you can help us continue to produce top-quality Celtic content, covering a club like no other. And you join us, click of a button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And we also say thank you to Seneca, the Celtic Way Morning Briefing, now sponsored by Seneca Medical Group. And Seneca, the number one hair transplant company in Europe, and they offer innovative hair restoration treatments. And you can find out more about Seneca via the links in the description of this video. Another enjoyable one today, guys. Just, I think it's a sign of the fact that the way Celtic are playing and the confidence and the feel-good factor that we have at the minute. And it was interesting to see, Sean, that it was a year on since Celtic destroyed Rangers 3-0 in February. And I think that's one of Aidan's favourite games, isn't it, Aidan? Quite a lot of Celtic supporters' favourite games since, since since the Ange reign kind of kicked off. But it's certainly your favourite, isn't it? Yeah, I would, I'd probably say so. It was, it was some night, as you say, Tony, some night. Oh, what a night. Tony, that was the first game as you remember, that was a, I was still off paternity leave. That was the first game after my daughter was born. Uh, it was a 3-0 derby win. So. Put it down to wee Sophia. That's it. Indeed. Lucky charm and all mm -hmm. that. Guys, have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back on Monday to dissect uh, all the action from Perth. Here's hoping it's another clean sheet and one of us is right with a score prediction. 2-0 says Aidan, 4-0 says myself and 3-0 says Sean a 2-3-4 again. Sean was right the other night, so he's got the bragging rights at the minute. We need him playing catch-up. But yeah, as I say, we and thank you for all the comments. We we enjoy the interaction every day. You can tell we don't take ourselves that serious. As you can see, we have a, we like to have a laugh with guys, and it's, it's all good, but we couldn't do it without you. So thank you for that. Thank you for subscribing. We do appreciate it, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. You seem to. And we shall be back on Monday, guys. Sean, first class as always. Aiden, top man. Cheers. Take care. Cheers, guys. Cheers.